Does anybody in here listen to podcasts? This is not a word I've seen before, podcasts. I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. Anyways, there's a gentleman here who says he's making a podcast and it can help you with your problems. Apparently, all you need to do is write in a question or a problem or an issue that you're having, and he will help you sort it out. Sir, is that right? What's going on here? Hey, friends, would you gather around me while I read you some stories and negativity? Let me give you an energy lobotomy. Take bullshit, turn it into positivity. You got a problem, so does he, so does she. But I wish you could see what it is that I see. You ain't all alone. You can lay it on me. You can lay it on me. You can lay it on me. God damn it. I don't. Is this the, is podcast the word? Is that how you say it? That's how it's spelled. Is anybody going to answer me? All right, fine. Let's just let this guy do his show. Here you go, buddy. Stage is yours. Oh, boy. It's another delightful episode. Sorry, I can't help. I know that intro is just the cheesiest thing ever, um, but I can't play any instruments, and I needed one. So, <laughs> so that's so that's what we ended up with. I just can't. I can't help it. I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. So I'm maybe at some point I will get that changed. Um, I have a my buddy Rob is a really a really good talented musician. Um, so maybe I'll hit him up to try to help me out. Um, that's probably where my rap career will begin and end. I, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, um, just about like, <laughs> I, I basically was telling them, I was like, Oh yeah. Um, I don't, sm- I don't smoke weed is essentially was the topic. And, um, I was out to lunch with a bunch of people at work and it was, you know, the, everybody was kind of talking about their weed experiences and it's so funny because when I say I don't smoke weed, um, obviously I'm sober from um, from a lot of things, um, but it's always it's always such a point of contention for some people when I say I don't smoke weed. People will immediately be like, "Dude, you haven't tried the right stuff," and I'm like, "Dude, trust me, I have tried. I've tried it. I tried it all. When I was in college, I tried everything. I tried indica, sativa, CBD heavy." Um, you know, edibles, like, trust me, I tried it, dude. It just, my brain does not work that way to enjoy that. It just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, and is, why can't that be okay? (laughs) Why can't I just not enjoy it? And so I just don't do it. You know what I mean? It's so funny. People who, people who love weed are just like, they think it can do no wrong. Um, which I mean, I, I totally understand it. It's a miracle plant. Um, and it can do a bunch of things, but I just think it's so funny when people are just like, they try so hard to convince me. It, it, like if I tell them I don't drink alcohol, most people are like, yeah, that's probably good. But as soon as I say I don't smoke weed, people are just like, I can't, but no, you just haven't been doing it right. So it's just so funny. And I was telling somebody a story, like I smoked one time and I went on a hike, um, and I was with, who's, I can't remember who I was with, but I, I was like, oh my God, like we were going up pretty high, like on this hike, we were getting high while we were getting high. And, um, it was so funny because I got to the top of this hike and I like all I could think about in like my paranoid brain was I just go, dude, 
what is keeping us from getting sucked up into space right now? Like, seriously. I mean, we're up here and we're so close to the sky. And like, I just started freaking out, you know, and people are like, it's gravity, dude. It's just science, man. It just, it just works. I'm like, it doesn't, dude. These trees are going to get uprooted. And I just, you know, I was freaking out. Right. So anyways, I was telling people at lunch (laughs) at work the other day, and they go, oh, yeah, that, okay, yeah, you definitely don't need to smoke weed. I was like, yes, thank you. See, my brain just does not work that way. It's anxious already, you know, so I don't need any help on taking it to the depths of chaotic thoughts. It just, I don't need it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I guess all that is to say, like, you don't have to justify your decisions to people, but sometimes it's pretty funny when you do. Um, especially when you're talking about weed and how chaotic that can get pretty quickly. Um, uh, (laughs) Hey folks, this is the lay it on me podcast. Um, I'm your host, Noel Thomas. Um, I really appreciate you joining me. Just a quick plug here. Um, if you'd like to reach out to me, ask me any questions or you need help with anything. Um, my telephone number is 971-266-0326. Um, you can reach me on Instagram at Lay It On Me Podcast, or you can email me at Lay It On Me Show at gmail.com. Okay, so I'm super excited for today's question um, because I actually know this guy. He's a good buddy of mine, um, and he always complains about this. Um, so I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm peeling back the curtain a little bit. Um, because I, you know, obviously it's, it's fun for people to hear me talk to people who I don't know, but also, um, this is my buddy, Dan, um, who's a super great guy. We got our, uh, jujitsu blue belts together. Um, and we used to train a bunch together. We used to do a bunch of boxing and Muay Thai and and jujitsu together. Um, recently he, um, had a little baby girl with his girlfriend. Congratulations, um, Dan. I don't know if you can hear me clapping in the background, uh, but congratulations to Dan. Um, got a little family going now and his training has obviously dipped because he is taking care of the family. He's, he's playing daddy and, um, he's working hard to provide and everything. Um, so anyways, his question, um, Dan from Portland is, hey, Noel, I'm really fat and lazy now. How do I not be so fat and lazy? Thanks. Um, so the first thing, like, before I even get into how I'm going to break this down, the first thing I want to say is, Dan, you are not fat at all, buddy. You're, like, you're super lean and you're not in bad shape, especially from, like, an aesthetic perspective. Um, so I don't appreciate you sassing my buddy, Dan, be nice to my friend, Dan. Um, and don't call him fat because he in no way, shape or form is, um, at the same time, man, I know what you looked like when you were training and you fucking, you looked like Bruce Lee in the, in the seventies, um, or the sixties. And like, you were super shredded beef. Um, so I understand if you feel like you don't look that way anymore, Um, and I can appreciate that. I think a lot of people probably go through different, um, times and phases where their body composition changes. Um, to me, you look like a guy who's in shape, but I understand that you used to look like a, like a freak of nature before. Um, and maybe that's what you're trying to get back to. And maybe that's why you feel fat. So I totally understand that. Um, and, and that's the other thing too, for people to know is like when somebody says they feel fat or has like a body image issue, because I honestly run into this a lot with myself and with a couple people, um, in my family, um, 
they they say, oh, I don't like the way I look or I don't like the way I feel about my body and things like that. Th- that's all you need to know, right? You don't uh, you don't need to come back over the top and let people know like you don't you don't look like that. That's not what you look like. That's so stupid or something like that. That doesn't help. Um, just FYI. Um, the reason that I'm telling Dan is because I know what Dan's talking about. Um, is I know what kind of shape he was in when we were training. And I know what kind of shape he's in now. And I'm sure that he would like to be, um, like, I'm sure that he would like to be in the shape that he was in before. And I understand that. Um, but what I'm trying to get at is that you, you don't look out of shape. Um, but I understand that the shape that you're in is not where you want to be. So I understand. Um, so there's a couple ways, you know, there's a few ways I want to break this problem down for you. Um, so one is your schedule. Um, two is your priorities. Three is something I like to call the carve. Um, four is me, uh, the principle me than you. And then finally, um, motivation is, is the last one I want to break down here. So to, to start, um, I want to talk a little bit about your schedule. I know that you meet me now for boxing on Sundays. Um, and I'm not sure if that's the only, the only time you have to train or the only time that you're training, but I know that at least once a week you're getting a solid workout, um, especially because I'm the person that puts you through it. Um, and we do boxing and I definitely make you go, I, I go, I make you go to the limit. I think you can attest to that. Um, so, um, your schedule, I'm really interested to know, um, if there's gaps of time that are in your schedule where you can make time for a workout. I know that you have a, a little baby girl now. I know that you have a girlfriend. I know that you're working full time and that, um, you know, you, you have to, you have to take care of the things you have to take care of, right? Like the baby's not going to feed itself. The rent's not going to pay itself. I absolutely understand that. I'm wondering if you can, I'm wondering what you're like, mostly what your sleeping schedule is like. Um, because if you can wake up a little earlier or go to bed a little later and still get some time in, um, I think that is, I think that's what you're going to, what you're going to have to do. Um, and I'm also going to talk about this a little bit later, um, when I talk about the carve, but, um, I would say, take a look at your schedule and if there are things in your schedule that you really don't need there um, or that you can do maybe a little bit less of, like if you're playing any video games, if you're um, going out to eat a bunch, if you are, you know, or, or if you're watching football on Sundays, like I don't know what it is, but I would say there's probably some things in everybody's schedule, unless you're working a ton of jobs, that you can do less of. Um, I don't want sleep to be one of those things for you. Um, but sometimes that is a necessity in order to get all the things done that you want to get done. Um, and I used to, for a long time, um, take naps on my lunch break, um, because I would, I would get maybe an hour or two less of, of sleep than I needed. Um, so I had to kind of supplement that with naps on lunch. And I know that's not the, you know, I know that's not the best thing, but, um, you know, that's, it is what it is, unfortunately. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, the second thing I want to talk about is your priorities. So, um, you know, obviously when we, when we were training a lot together, your priority was training, right? Um, I mean, that's what you, that's what you did. Um, fucking six, seven times a week. You also did yoga. You were a yoga instructor. Um, and since then, 
I know that you have stopped instructing yoga and you've stopped doing yoga altogether. I know that you have stopped training jujitsu and I know that you aren't doing as much boxing or Muay Thai as you used to. Um, you also had a back injury. So that's, that's something that comes into play as well. Um, sorry for the listeners that find this boring, but I have a lot of context here. So I'm just trying to get down to the root of the problem. But, um, essentially it looks like your priorities changed. Um, and I understand that with the baby and with the family. Um, but I'm wondering why training dropped so low on your list of priorities, you know, because if it used to be number, you know, let's say it was number three, and now it's number seven. Is there a possibility that it can come back up to like number four or number five? Um, because honestly, it's a very it's a very valuable thing. I feel like if you feel fat and lazy, you're not getting what you need. In my opinion, you're not you're not living life in the in the most fulfilled way possible for you. Um, so I think that you need to reevaluate that man, write out your prior. This isn't like, this isn't a joke. It's like a serious exercise, write out your priorities and see where training falls on that list of priorities and see if there's other things above it that don't really need to be there. You know, it's like a little puzzle, uh, uh, for your life. You need to, you need to make sure that what you're spending time doing is actually what you want to be spending time doing. Because I think we sometimes get into a trap of that, you know, like shit, man, I was just in that trap. I was doing so many things and I, I was like, wait a minute, I'm doing a bunch of stuff I don't even want to be doing. Why am I doing that? You know, like what's the, what's the point? Well, I, I can't bring all this other stuff up here. Like I've been trying to learn how to play guitar and make music right now. Um, and that's become like a larger priority. But when I first started doing it, it was way low. So I'd only do it like once every two weeks or three weeks or something like that, wherever I could fit it in. And then I went, wait a minute, I'm fucking doing this thing over here and I'm doing this thing over here. I don't even want to do those things. Why don't I cut them out and spend more time doing music? So, um, that's what I would suggest, man, as far as your priorities are concerned. Um, number three is called the carve. Um, and that's not like a technical term or anything. That's just what I call it. Um, but there was a period of time where, um, I really, really had to fight to get my training in, um, cause I was so busy and, and how much I was working and like all this stuff, I had to fight hard, man. And what I ended up doing was just, was just figuring out a way it's, it's kind of that time I was talking about where I was, um, you know, taking a nap on my lunch breaks. Um, I, unfortunately, if you are packed to the gills busy, um, you're going to have to um, carve out some time. You're going to have to make time for it in a space of time that seems irrational to other people. Um, if you can work out on your lunch break, that's a bonus. If you can work out at five in the morning and get enough rest, that's a bonus. If you can work out after everybody else is asleep, that's a bonus, man. That's all carve time. You know, that is that is taking a 24 hour day and really pulling every single fucking thing that you can from those minutes. Um, and plus, man, you know me like you can always hit me up because I'm pretty much always down to train because I'm an idiot. Um, so I, I, that's the other thing you need to do, man. Like write down your schedule, like write down your daily schedule and be like, I wake up at this time. And here's another thing, folks, if you're not waking up and going to bed at the same time every day, every morning and every evening, it, 
I, I know it sounds like an old person thing to say, but I am an old person at heart. It's tough on your body. You know, if you don't have a sleeping schedule, it is tough on your body. Changing your sleeping schedule is a practice, right? But maintaining it is, is absolutely necessary. I mean, it's just, it's so much healthier for you and it's so much better. And you can make the rest of your life a lot more predictable if you know what kind of rest you're going to get and you know when the rest is going to start and when it's going to end. I can't say enough about sleep. I, I once went, um, I once went a whole week, this is years ago. I once went a whole week where I had only five hours of sleep and I had to like legitimately go to the hospital because it was just, it was, it was fucking up my brain chemistry, hardcore. Um, and people don't realize it, but throwing off your rest schedule can lead to serious health problems. It can lead to, uh, sleep disorders, sleep issues. Um, so I strongly encourage everybody to figure that out. With that being said, you still got to find a way to carve time out. So, um, find out how much rest you need, um, how much you can take or leave, and then find out if there's, if there's a time between work and when you wake up or go to bed that you can, you can carve out some time. Um, for training. Um, and then let me know when that time is, cause I'll definitely grab my stuff and come over. Um, um, the fourth thing, um, I want to talk about here is the me than you principle. Um, so I talk, I use this analogy a lot and I can't remember who told it to me, but I fucking love it. Right. So if, if you have people around you that, uh, need your help, right? They need your help and they're, they're people that you love. They're your family, they're your friends, whatever. Um, even a job, you know, a job needs you. Um, here's the thing. Um, it's just like being on an airplane when they tell you if, if the masks pop down and we're losing pressure and all this stuff, there's an emergency, put your mask on first and then start helping people because you're no good to anybody. If you're the person who's going to help people and not like panic during that time, if we lose you, then, then we're fucked. You know what I mean? So if you have in your mind, like, oh, I'm definitely going to help people, you got to take care of yourself first. So that's the, that's the kind of what I like to call the me than you principle is if I'm not getting what I need, I'm going to be of no use to you. I can't, I can't help you. You know, like when your girl, when your little girl goes to school someday, like, you're not going to be able to help her with homework. You're not going to, you know, you're going to be crabby when you give her a ride to school. Um, you're going to be distracted when you're making her dinner. Like all this shit, man, is it's all going to build up. And unless you're actually getting what you need out of life and like feeling fulfilled and not feeling, as you put it, fat and lazy, then you're not going to be you're not going to be the best dad that you can be to her. And don't you want to be, man? I know I've talked to you about your daughter and how much you care about her and how thrilled you are to have a little baby girl. So I know that you're excited and I know that you want to be the best dad possible, but in order to do that, you have to nourish yourself, man, both physically, mentally, emotionally, you have to do it, man. You got to get the things that you need. And training and um, keeping your mind sharp and keeping your body on point is one of those things. I have a friend of mine who is gaining a little weight, and um, he went on like this camping trip with um, a bunch of uh, guys who are a little older than him. And this guy had like two knee surgeries, a back surgery, all this stuff. And he comes back, he goes, "Dude, I need you to help me work out." And I was like, "Why is that?" And he goes, "Because I just went on this trip. I saw this guy. He's like, his kids are like." in college or something and he's falling apart 
And he's like, I don't want to be that dude, man. I want to play with my grandkids someday. I want to like, he, you know, he was thinking all about his family in this context, but he's like, in order to stick around for a while, I got to like, you know, every once in a while, I got to tell him to like, hey, go play in the other room so I can like get a workout in. And that's exactly what you have to do, man. You have to take it in that context. It's a new context now, right? And I'll talk about this more later, but the way that you train and why you're training and all that stuff is is just a new context. And you got to take care of yourself first, man. You just got to do it. Just just make the time, make the effort, um, put yourself first in specific ways that meet your needs and then put everybody else first after that. Um, so that's the me, then you principle. And then finally is the motivation. So it's just, it's kind of like what I just talked about um, just now is your motivation used to be, man, like just getting better at jujitsu, just getting better at boxing and Muay Thai and shit like that, which is a great, which is great motivation, right? That's, that's the stuff that really, that really digs deep. But now think about, think about all the things that come with training, um, that are in addition to that. So you have your initial motivation, which is getting better at jujitsu and boxing and Muay Thai. Um, now you have getting in shape because you're quote unquote fat and lazy. Now you have sticking around for a long time for your, for your family, for your daughter and your girlfriend. You've also got, um, you also have a skill set that you can, uh, pass down to her. If you know, like if you train long enough and you want to be able to teach her some things, you'll have that in your back pocket. You'll, um, uh, you'll also be able, like, this is a silly one because it's very, it's like a very rare scenario that you would ever need to use jujitsu or boxing or Muay Thai or something like that. Um, but you'll also be able to like protect your daughter from anything that could, that could potentially harm her, any person that could, right? So you'd be able to do that. And if you teach her, um, as she's growing up and getting older, she'll be able to protect herself and fucking God knows that, you know, we, we need, we need women who can defend themselves, um, in, in this like day and age, especially with how, how things are in the States. We, we need like strong independent women who can stand up for themselves, who aren't afraid of people who aren't going to, you know, be victims and aren't going to be, um, afraid to, to live their life the way they want to live it, you know? So those are tools that you can give to your daughter. Um, so think about that, man, just, just shift your motivation a little bit. And the nice thing about this is you can even keep your original motivation of, man, I want to get better at this stuff. I want to be a fucking, you know, I want to get my black belt in jujitsu. That's a great goal to have, man. But now you get to tack on like five other goals considering your family, right? And considering being around for your grandkids, you know, possibly your grandkids someday and just being that dad. You just want to be that dad, Dan. That's just what I'm trying to tell you. Understand there, buddy? Um, but yeah, man, I mean, the, I think hopefully that helps you. I know, like, look, guys, I know I get on here and I just, like, spit stuff. And and people probably, like, I'm sure that people are going to check out of this show because they think, like, oh, well, he just tells you what to do and blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. I just want you guys to know, like, I, I, I really do practice the principles that I try to, to spit out there because without it, I'd be in a very shitty place. If I didn't try to do the things that I'm telling you to do, I would be, I would be not, not doing great. And right now, because I try, to, I try to get into this positive mindset and I try to look at things in a different way and I try to like f- kind of fill in the gaps of my progress and who I am as a person and things like that, I, 
I honestly, I'm way better off for it. But I think here's the real issue is that it takes a lot of work. It takes effort. It takes a lot of work. You got to, you got to put in the effort. Like I'm trying to give you the tools. I'm trying to help you think about these things and kind of get a plan in place. But actual execution is up to you, you know? So just, so just remember that and, and think about those things when I'm, when I'm breaking these things down for you. Um, Okay. Thanks so much, Dan, for writing in. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. Dan, I love you, buddy. Um, I'll see you at the next boxing session. Um, I'd love to hear if any of this stuff is helpful for you and um, talk about it on another episode of the podcast. And um, I just appreciate it, man. I I just appreciate you contributing and wanting to get better and um, be that dad for your daughter. And um, yeah, it's all good, man. It's all love. So everybody, I'll talk to you next week. And um, yeah, stay positive, stay strong, and we'll we'll hear from you or see you soon.